Lockdown Diaries with Jack Kirby Lowe, episode 8. Hello there. I am happy to report a bit of a change of scene. So the big news is I have moved back to the house. Uh, went back last night, Tuesday night, sort of later on in the evening. Brought back via car on what was probably a necessary journey. I'm going to call it that anyway. So yeah, very pleased to be back home. Uh, yeah, which is good. I think a relief all round. Janet, mother-in-law, is um, a little bit under the weather, but seems to be on the mend at the moment. But yeah, I think on the whole, we're all glad to be back. Oh, I'm glad to be back, and they're glad to have me back. So yeah, as I record this right now, I am taking Janet's dog, Ludo, for a little walk. So never have I felt more like Adam Buxton. of his podcast you'll recognize that he often goes out for dog when he's recording so yeah just going around the block and I've got a couple of packages to post so whilst I have uh, been in lockdown I have quite a lot of things on eBay which are just up for sale rather than auction and yeah, a couple of those things got bought whilst I was away, and I had to message people saying, sorry, I ain't got the stuff with me. You'll have to wait until I get back home. Um, which people have been very understanding of. Uh, really cool about it. Um, they're both actually um, guitar music books, uh, which I've had on there for a long time. And yeah, one of the chaps that has purchased one, Nice little exchange, uh, actually. He was saying, yeah, no, no issue with it being late or whatever. Uh, he just he picked up a guitar. He bought himself a guitar because he's in isolation, and he's uh, yeah, he's putting his enforced enforced isolation to good use and teaching himself how to learn to play a musical instrument, which I thought was very cool. Uh, he was also talking about. <laughs> being at home on computer all day is bad for his spending habits he'd bought some adidas trainers as well which i said i like adidas trainers too so i might just be best friends with this guy at this point um so yeah a couple of packages there i'm not going to a post office and i've just covered them in stamps i'm fairly sure i've got enough stamps on there almost certainly got enough stamps on there but yeah i'm just going to drop them off in a post box so that was good. Um, yeah, very positive. So um, I'm recording this. It's what day is it today? It's Wednesday. Luda's looking at a sock. There's a random sock on the ground, which obviously calls his attention. So yeah, it's uh, Wednesday evening. I've done a day's work. I actually feel much more comfortable working from home at my actual home. We have a room with something akin to a desk in it which is just I don't know a lot more conducive to working and I don't know about anyone else but I certainly find I'm not a natural worker at home a type person 
I like to go into an office. I feel like if I'm in a working environment, I'm more likely to get more work done. And I find that hard to adapt to at home. There are far too many distractions. Um, but yeah, just, I guess, being at my own home and having a proper setup. Well, I say proper setup. Just a bit more of a comfortable setup, probably. Yeah, I just had a much better working day today. Really felt a lot more productive than I have done. And I guess, you know, the change of scene and being around family is a good thing as well for that. Just, yeah, which is which is really good. So, yeah, I'm feeling very positive today, really. Um, <laughs> uh, what else is we, have we got to look at? I don't know, really. I've got milk back in my life, so I ran out of milk at Janet's house a couple of days ago, which... Um, you know, not ideal. Um, not ideal, but had sort of fruit teas, which are fine. I can't drink black tea. If I drink black tea, I'm usually a bit sick. Like, literally, will have a nauseous effect on me. So, got to have milk and my tea. Um, so, that's nice. Lauren and her mum have got uh, milk at the house. Dog's just laid an egg. Just need to sort that one out. This is the thing I don't I like. Dogs are cool. I like dogs. Dogs are broadly fine, you know, on a case by case basis. But one thing that no one tells you about is you literally have to pick up their poo, like, you know, in a little plastic bag and then carry it around with you until you can get rid of it. Like, that's. I did not sign up for that. <laughs> now, like, I'm literally, I'm, you know, I've only just really started my walk and. I gotta carry a little bag of poo around. Which, you know, pretty gross, right? And there's, there's no bins around here. Forget about it. No bins in this this part of the burbs. So yeah. Here we are. We have a poo bag. There is another dog up ahead. Luda's a funny little thing. He's uh I don't know, he's quite boisterous. He's very young. He's only about nine months old or so. Don't know what that is in dog years. Maybe he's a teenager, not sure. But um yeah, he's sort of quite boisterous but then also slightly quite afraid of uh of the dogs. Well sometimes he'll play with them and sometimes he he's terrified. And he seems sort of cautiously enthusiastic about this other dog but it's got a bit far up ahead and now he's just sniffing a random part of pavement. It is bin day tomorrow and someone has put the bin out. Is it bad or wrong to put a poo bag in there? I don't know. I'm not a dog owner. We had cats growing up. Which are a lot less maintenance, really. Is it acceptable to put a poo bag in a wheelie bin? I don't know. Come on, what? Come on. Oh, oh he was sniffing another piece of poo that someone hasn't picked up. Sorry for the heavy poo content in this... Uh, this entry into the diary. Yeah, they can't all be poo-free. But uh, yeah, so I think the plan this evening is to have a little chat with my good buddy Matt. Um, so that'll be good. Um, he signed me up or got me to sign up to a website called 
uh, board game arena, which has some good tabletop games, including some of my personal favourites, such as Carcassonne and King Domino. So maybe we could record ourselves doing that. Maybe we'll just have a chat. We'll probably talk about the comic a bit. I don't know. It may all fall through. He may not be free anymore. But we'll see. Sense of mystery there. Very exciting. Um, what else is going on? Sort of intrigued by the uh, reports of the, the Nightingale Hospital in the Excel Centre opening up imminently. Maybe it has already, not really sure. Kind of uh, fascinated by that, really. It's, uh, I could be wrong, but it's 4,000 beds in there, and someone was saying that would make it the largest hospital by beds in the world, I think. Is that sound, does that sound right? I mean, it's impressive, either way. It's quite surreal for me, because as I say, um, Matt and I do comics, and for a few years, up until the time it's kind of stopped, um, we sold our book at the London Super Comic Con, which takes place in the Excel Centre, not to be confused with um, the MCM Comic Con, which is uh, more about the films and TV, toys, video games, whereas when there's Super Comic Con is just straight up comics, which is my preference, certainly. Anyway, um, yeah, so we, we had a table there a few years, and it's just kind of weird to see a room that we'd be normally accustomed to being full of people dressed up as Wolverine and whatnot, just filled with hospital beds. There was a video going round of um, one of the electricians or engineers that are helping with the wiring for the place, and he was saying how, uh, you may well have seen this, he was not particularly taking the, the virus situation very seriously until he sort of saw the scale of the operation that was being put on. And this was just, I don't know, one of the pieces of news that really, I don't know, upset me quite a bit was just how the amount of space they're giving over for people to die and for bodies to be kept in. I mean, yeah, it's quite crazy that they're sort of planning this is a place where a significant proportion of the people that go into it won't be coming out of it again. And that was really, I don't know, that kind of got to me a bit. So, sorry if you hadn't heard that and I've just bummed you all out, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, just another example of the new normal, I guess, the new things that people have to think about and plan for. So, yeah, Ludo is fascinated by some grass at the moment, which is good. Yeah, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the effect that this, um, when it opens, the new hospital has. Like, will it ease some of the pressure on some of these hospitals that are, by all accounts, getting overwhelmed here in London? Um, I hope it does. It's I don't know where, how they're going to staff it, really, because it's not like they want to take staff away from any existing hospitals, I would assume. And I know there's a lot of volunteers, but they can't all be... They can't all be medical professionals. It's not like they can staff it entirely with volunteers. So, I don't know. But it, it is something that I found quite interesting. And I understand that um, similar things have been set up in Manchester. And 
tripped up a dog, Manchester and Birmingham. So we'll see about that. Oh dear. There are some kids going by on cycles and so I've leaned into the side of the pavement a bit more to allow adequate distancing space to pass and the poo bag has caught on a branch and ripped a bit. The poo is still in the bag but it's a lot less precarious. Well, no, a lot more precarious than it once was. Very concerned, very concerned. I'm literally holding it at arm's length as I walk along the street, which I assume makes me look like some kind of maniac. Mm. <laughs> You'll notice I didn't put it in that person's wheelie bin. It felt wrong. Well, I say it felt wrong. I couldn't be sure they weren't watching me. That's really what made the choice for me there. So, yes. Yes. Hmm. We're not having our recycling taken, which is an interesting one. Apparently, uh, normal non-recyclable waste has been taken and food waste has been taken, but our recycling is not for the foreseeable future. I don't really know why that might be exactly. Um, I guess they're just, well, maybe the refuse collection workforce has been cut short by people being ill, self-isolating, I guess. Well, I mean, if the normal refuse collection is happening, then they must be counted as key workers. So, ugh, not really sure about that one. I guess we'll just, <laughs> when I got home, the amount of uh, cardboard boxes, it seems like you're in a number of really <laughs> got quite a lot of deliveries come through so there's a heck of a lot of cardboard in the house at the moment so i don't know what to do with that probably just flip by the side really um some beautiful flowers it's really nice there's some lovely daffodils and things and it's really good how we've got a nice garden uh and the spare room i've been working in overlooks it and it was just nice to have it whilst on the phone to have a little look um some birds on the feeder, great tits I think, and we get parakeets, uh, which are lovely, a bit of uh, exoticness in the uh, otherwise not very exotic thing. Uh, and foxes as well, we've had, had some foxes uh, playing in the garden as well this afternoon. One of them I think definitely had some sort of worms, it was dragging its bum along the lawn, which is great obviously. Sorry, this is kind of a slightly gross episode, isn't it? Um, <laughs> fox with worms, poo bags. Um, yeah, sorry. There's quite a lot of joggers and things on the streets. People are taking their state-mandated exercise. Definitely quite a lot. I mean, I don't know what I'm expecting. People are allowed to go out for a daily piece of exercise. I'm doing the same. But yeah, very calm and quiet, which is nice. Not that these streets um, are particularly hectic at most times. As I say, we're sort of uh, quite far out of central London. We're in the suburbs of Bromley. And uh, yeah, it's a fairly chilled out area. Uh, yeah. So as you can see, I'm sort of drying up of things to tell you. I was uh, wondering if I would be able to talk for the duration of this walk, but 
I don't want to just uh, chat through for the sake of chatting. Something I've noticed, um, I try to sort of rectify on the fairly nothing days I've had where there isn't really an awful lot to talk about. Um, it has made for shorter entries into this audio log, audio diary, but um, I'll try and fill that. So uh, I did it a little bit um, with the book books I was talking about, but if there really hasn't been much to update on, I'm just going to talk about something that I'm interested in or um, might represent a hobby or something like that. So uh, I might talk about my football team or I don't know, I'm probably going to talk more about the Legend of Zelda at some point just to keep myself entertained. It's something that I know I can talk about at length without much prompting. Uh, music I like as well, so you can probably expect some sort of Iron Maiden podcast at some point. But yeah, um, that's sort of my emergency list if we uh, run out of things to say. Come on, Ludo. So, yeah, going across the road, looking at each other. Come on. So, yeah, uh, I will uh, put a pin in it for now. Dog's being walked, I'm getting some exercise, eBay parcels have been posted, so I've, uh, I'm achieving all my life goals today. So I'm going to say goodbye now, and uh, hopefully there'll be another entry very soon. Bye bye.